0: You're listening to the Seasons Change Podcast.
1: You know what that means. That music is the Seasons Changing. I am your host, Vactor. I'm here with Jeff W. Hola. And we are the Seasons Change crew. You can always follow us on Twitter. I'm Vactor. Jeff is Jeff W. And our podcast is Seasons underscore podcast. Um, Something that we don't mention on the show very often, but we probably should, is You can leave us a voicemail anytime you want to send us a message. We will play it on the air, on the podcast, as long as it relates to what we're talking about. You can go to, there's a link in the show notes. There's the website, anchor.fm slash seasons change slash message, or the Anchor app itself. Not only can you listen to our podcast on there, but there's a big giant button if you click on it you can leave us a voicemail right from your phone and and send it to us. So that is a pretty nifty feature that anchor has that I don't know any other podcast app that has that. So leave us a message. You can also leave us a review in Apple podcasts, which is the best. I think that's the best place to leave us a review. I found a brand new review, a brand new five-star review on our podcast by the corrections department over on geek so to speak's podcast darth Vibert, he said now i can hear vector talk about tv in real life and in a podcast dream come true plus i get to hear jeff w's thoughts too win 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 so that's from darth vibbert he left us a five-star review thank you but he's a sith but he's a <laughs> sith you know
0: what I mean? he's
1: using his he's dark side powers to mm-hmm. give us five stars, you guys who are listening to this can leave us five star review with your light side powers. So do that over on Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, let all your friends know that Seasons Change is the new podcast that they should be listening to. Oh, and speaking of geek, so to speak, and our boy Wonder rob and Shov too, Rob on his latest episode said that Seasons Change. Is geek, so to speak, light? We're the light oh, version wow. of them. Uh huh. Well, I want to say that seasons, cha- I mean, uh, geek, so to speak, is seasons change heavy. They're the heavy version of seasons change. How about that, Rob? Yeah. How you like that?
0: Yeah. Heavy's not always good, like a heavy cake. You know what I mean? Sometimes heavy. you don't want it.
1: Heavy. There's that word again. What's wrong? Is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, geek, so to speak, is another podcast you should listen to. Wonder Rob and Shoff will actually be discussing the movie that we're talking about on this episode, The Eternals. So check out their podcast. And I also have a segment on their podcast, which is my comic segment, vector Loves Comics. This week, I'm actually going to be talking about Marvel Unlimited, which I don't think I've ever talked to you, Jeff, about Marvel Unlimited. But it's basically their subscription service that they have. You can read almost all of the Marvel comics. I want to say it's like a couple months behind, so it's not the new brand new stuff. Okay. But yeah. if you're behind on comics, it's really good yeah. for catching up.
0: It has everything in the archive, at least. Right? Yes,
1: it has you know? yeah. yeah, pretty much everything. It's, it has a lot of eternal stuff that you can check out, including some of the comics we're going to be talking about. But there's also a book that is my current favorite Marvel comic and it's called it's Jeff and it's an infinity comic so what it this is, is such
0: is... bullshit <laughs> but go ahead you yeah. haven't
1: even read it yet
0: this is bullshit no you just like Marvel's it
1: pushing. Shark. well that too but Marvel's pushing this new thing called infinity comics what it is is it just infinitely scrolls so it's like it's not you're swiping oh. pages; you're just scrolling up the whole time. Like a
0: tick, a TikTok.
1: Yeah, so okay, it's really good for phones. And I was actually oh. reading it in the bathroom, and it was like the the comics are only like let's say a minute long, right? Like you can get oh, through these issues. Okay,
0: so yeah,
1: I think that's another way of taking advantage of the phone because they used to do a another type of comic that was. It looked like a motion comic where you would tap on it and little things would move yeah. um, on the comic. I, I can't remember what they called it. But anyways, this is their new thing that they're doing. So check mm-hmm. out Marvel Unlimited. It's actually not a bad price for, I want to say it's like $5 and $75 a month if you do it annually. Okay. That's not so bad. check out Marvel Unlimited, but actually... I got a chance to catch up on the Eternals through that app. And that's the movie that we're going to be talking about. Because Jeff and I just saw it last night. So yeah. if I asked you, Jeff, for mm-hmm. the plot of Eternals, could you tell me? Jesus
0: fucking <laughs> Christ.
1: <laughs> this no. is what Wonder Rob wants us. He wants a oh, Jeff W. plot God. summary. So get it ready for next time, Jeff.
0: I mean, here, I'll give you, I'll give you mine right now. Okay. Um, tell us so the jeff plot there's there's this group of fucking people (laughs) um you know they are were sent to earth to kill these uh wiry looking dogs uh that then are you know they were there to kill human beings so they were sent to look after human beings to make sure that they could grow but they were not to interfere with, you know, human being conflicts only to keep the human population growing. And then they figure out the the thing that sent them there, this god that's like a big robot, the iron giant in the sky, is then like, hey, I'm going to blow this up. And then they don't want to do it, but some want to do it. And then they say... Yeah, you're not going to do it. And then they stop him.
1: This plot is like an Infinity comic. It was all one sentence that Jeff yeah. just said. But yeah. before we get into your thoughts on Eternals, Jeff, I wanted to ask your history with this property. You heard about this how long ago? Like, when, when did this first come on your radar?
0: This would have had to have been at the, at the reveal of, what is this, Phase 4 yeah yeah it would have had to have been at the reveal of phase four because I had no familiarity I've seen that image of um what's the god like being in this movie again um Icarus Icarus not Icarus the uh no 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 the god the uh Garugamesh, um whatever his name is uh you know the, what I'm talking about the big robot looking dude the celestial yeah the celestial that's right uh-huh. What's its name? Um, Erishim. Ar- Erishim. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen that before, right? Like I'm just saying, like from a, you know, uh, like I've seen that in a, on a comic before, um, but I've never experienced any of these characters before. So I only heard about it when uh, they did the Phase Four reveal, and then my excitement was coming from the cast of this, yes. right? So. Kumail specifically, uh, trying to think of else, you know, uh,
1: Paperboy,
0: Paperboy, yeah. What's his Tyree? I forget his first is Brian it Brian uh, Tyree Henry, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, you know him. Uh, even Angelina Jolie, yes. you know John Snow,
1: someone um
0: you know someone High. You know, I, I looked at the cast and I was like, okay, this could be this could be cool. With Kumail mostly, yeah, um, because we just love him and other things too, yes. you know. um So my history was almost nothing except that I knew that this was coming out and I knew the cast. Uh, But the individual characters in here, I'd never heard of ever before.
1: Yeah. They're not like, I wouldn't say a level characters as far as the comics go.
0: Yeah.
1: People outside, like they haven't been in cartoons and video games, like a lot of the other Marvel characters. And I actually, I knew who they were, but I had never read their comics before. It just didn't Mm. interest me. Didn't look like it was interesting. So In preparation for this movie, I did read the Neil Gaiman um, kind of modern, I I guess, kickstarting because Eternals goes back to the 60s with Jack Kirby. And I actually want to talk about that with you as well. But it's a book that's like long, long time Marvel history, and then they've kind of restarted it and rebooted it. And there is a current book that's right now. It's a 2021 book, and I'm now reading that one. Um because it's Kieran Gillen, who's one of my favorite writers mm-hmm. so um, it's it's a book that has has a long history, but it's not really popular amongst outside of the comic crowd. Mm-hmm. So I also kind of that comic con, you know, when they talked about phase four and then um, the cast like you, that was the things that stood out to me and it was such a diverse cast of all these different you know, backgrounds coming together in the comics. They're all white guys and there's one white girl and that's it. Okay. So the movie had a lot and I'll I'll talk about the kind of differences as we as we go through um, talking about the movie, but Mm. there was a bunch of gender swapping going on. So it's for that, you know, a lot of people say it's all right. This is for the woke army and this is something that people have been you know wanting i think from a lot of these big budget superhero movies um so they got it in eternals but um jeff what did you think of the movie itself
0: yeah speaking of you know it's a shame that rob was complaining about the woke (laughs) army i don't know why he doesn't like these people in this movie it's really weird he's a weird guy um
1: um, Uh, so
0: yeah i'm trying to think of like to summarize my thoughts on because it is like first off i mean we're just gonna say this movie is long as hell right i mean i think you would agree the running
1: time is 157 minutes
0: yeah and it feels longer (laughs) like i it feels so long um and i was just kind of uh you know that that was my first thing and there's a lot of talking in this movie happening. yeah. There's a lot of plot Um, explaining. Yes, there is few. There's not few. There is, I feel not even. I'm trying to think of the, the phrase to say there's long periods of time between these, the action sequences in this movie. And I feel like even more, you know, A more wide of a gap between meaningful ones right like you know there's a lot of you know inner fighting i mean i guess are we just going to go full spoiler from here should we say full spoiler warning obviously you know angelina jolie's character is like is brain is melting so she is like attacking you and then i get it for the plot but like they don't touch on that again right they don't come back and say oh that you know this played out this way like she just went crazy and tried to kill them sometimes right yeah i think they're gonna talk
1: about that in the next movie yeah
0: i I would hope so because they spend a good amount of time on it in this movie there is like how in the middle of this movie how long do they talk about her and that and that whole drama and then at the end it's like well she just still did you know she still didn't turn on anybody like she still didn't kill anybody yeah so I, I don't know what the setup of that was. I mean, I hope it pays off in the next movie or whatever, but like, I mean, Jesus Christ. It's like, <laughs> I felt like they went on and on about that and then it never fucking did anything. And it's like, who, like, what am I wasting my time for? And then I'd say I, to get my overall thoughts, I'll just start off with some positives, I guess. This is a good movie. I would not pay to see this in the theater again. Um, I mean, me and you, you know, obviously I'm down, we're, to go see whatever movie you know always like i'll go see whatever movie even if i know i'm not gonna like it you know i mean i'll I'll still go see it because i think it'll be fun but you know for somebody that's like conscious about like hey do i should i go see this is looking for reviews to go see a movie i would i would never recommend going to see it in a theater i would say this is like this definitely would have been a like a really good release for like Disney, Disney plus, plus to me, you know, yeah. um I felt like there was way too much talking, not enough action i didn't care for the characters, you know, I think my biggest disappointment was because i didn't know about the um i didn't know about the Guardians when that first came out, like remember like the whole thing was like this they have a raccoon in yeah. this movie, you know right. like it's like this ridiculous shit that nobody knows about. And then, you know, obviously that's the strength of James Gunn writing, James Gunn's writing, um, you know, that came to play, came into play there. But, like, I was hoping for something like that here, and I just never got it. Like, they don't make Icarus likable to me the entire thing. I mean, like, I guess if if you consider him likable when he saves them a couple times in the beginning, I mean, I guess, but I never found, like, a reason to care about that guy. I didn't care when he turned uh, on them in the, you know, the third act of the movie kind of, yeah. you know, I, I was I watching a review of that um, yeah.
1: by the, I think he's on comicbook.com, um Brian mm-hmm. Davis or Brandon mm-hmm. Davis. Sorry. And he was saying the exact same thing. He said, he watched it twice. And the second time he found it more enjoyable, knowing he's a villain or he's a bad guy from the start rather yeah. than, okay, Getting attached to him, and then there's that twist, and there's that turn. Yeah, but it's if he had done it, he said, if they had done it earlier, or yeah. if they had made you like him at the beginning, then it would have made it pay off. A bit more so. exactly,
0: and that is my real major issue with this movie is I just do not, and and it's it's a shame because it it kind of ruins the movie for me in a way because then you're dealing with his character so much that I just don't give a shit about. And I don't care if he dies. I don't care if he lives. I don't care wh- how he feels. I don't care that he's in love uh, with um Cersei uh, who, you know, the whole time I'm thinking Witcher <laughs> and that. I don't know if you remember Witcher, they have a Cersei character there. So I'm thinking of that name. The whole I time. kept
1: thinking of Game of Thrones when I, yeah, or Game Cersei. of Thrones
0: or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe that's something I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm of Game, which a lot, a lot of Game of Thrones here. You know what I mean? A lot of like you see Jon Snow and you see Rob. Stark Uh, Stark, and I'm just like Game of Thrones, and the music is
1: by the composer from Game of Thrones. Yeah,
0: so I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I was like, (laughs) so that kind of bugged me, but that's not really a a, a movie's the movie's fault, right? That's like the context of pop culture, but you know, that was was weird. Um, I you know, there was just things I just didn't care, and like I think that is that is my main like. If I'm like now that we're chatting about it, we're actually going through it. I think that is my main issue with it Is because the main guy I mean you, he's in there all the whole time Like when do you not see his face in those scenes He's in almost every scene right Yeah, Icarus like he's in 95% Of that movie at least mm-hmm. I would guess uh, off just off the top of my head And I just didn't give a shit About him I didn't care who he was I didn't care what he did I didn't care about anything um, And it was a shame Because I thought Kumail lived up to his role You know when he came in you know, his a lot of funny jokes in there about, you know, how he's lived forever and he's been playing his grandfather and his father's father's, yeah. you know, his grandfather's father, all this stuff. So he's, you know, uh, become a movie star in Bollywood and all this yeah. stuff. There, there's a ton of funny jokes and his little sidekick that's with them. I think <laughs> he's great. Um, and then what is what is Paperboy's name in this movie? Um, again, um, I cannot remember his character's name. Yeah, let me look. I don't think. And that's the thing, too, is like, I can't tell you any of their names, really. Bastos was yeah, dude. Did, how many, did they say that? Even that many times? Like, I had no clue what his name was. That whole movie. Maybe I missed out on that. Yeah,
1: they, they, they said yeah. all of their names, but I think for me, it was because I read the comic that I, yeah, I already had their names in my mind already mm-hmm. going into it. But yeah, that um, I think as far as coming away from this with a memorable impression of the characters so that you're excited for the next one you're excited to see these characters again either in in their next film or as a cameo in something else maybe that didn't um work for you especially but yeah this movie has been getting a lot of hatred of like this is the worst reviewed marvel movie of all time and going into it i i heard a lot of people even like the guys at work are like oh i'm not gonna watch that like i've i've just heard nothing but bad things
0: about it and um, i heard the same people from somebody yeah, you like, were telling that to, work, he was like yeah. yeah i heard this movie's bad and i was like well I'm, and he and he's like with, he's like us was like i'm still gonna go watch it you know what i mean like i'm yeah. still gonna go watch it but um just real quick before we move on to just like i could think of a couple things you know the the characters to me that that is another flaw i remember them by their abilities more than i remember the name like you know what i mean like there's like and I'm not saying, like, you know, like, I know Rocket, you know, I know uh, all the characters from Guardians. Like, you, it's like you just sit there and, you know, talk about all them and why you like them so much. And in this one, I just know them by the abilities. I'm like, oh, yeah, the guy that builds things, uh, the guy that controls minds, the deaf girl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know the names. Yeah. It, and it just seems like they just, I just didn't care enough, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't well, know.
1: I think the what's going on there is there's so many characters yeah. and there's in Guardians. There's less to focus on. Also, Rocket is easier to remember than Kingo and mm. Macari, which yeah. Macari is my favorite character in the comics, and she she's the speedster. Okay, um, yes, she's is, deaf. And in the, yeah, in the and movie. I didn't yeah. know this. That actress is deaf in real life.
0: Oh, uh, is she? Okay. Yeah, Lauren yeah. Ridlock. She was great in the movie. I thought. Yeah, you that know? was.
1: Yeah. I thought that was a, a nice um, something interesting to add on top of it cuz in the comics that character is a white man and he's just fast like he that's his whole character which
0: mm-hmm.
1: like adding that another level on top of that um yeah. is is just kind of a cool thing to make it interesting but i think that's what it is is there's so many characters and you're also kind of jumping around in time because there's like it's told in flashbacks and then you're you're going into these different parts or different time eras i should say mm-hmm. um, so that also i think makes it more difficult to remember wait who is this what's yeah. that guy's name
0: yeah and and you know the so you know those are the that was the thing that kind of ruined the movie for me in the sense because you shouldn't care the characters, the characters. are too lot of them they weren't there's too many like guardians is like four you know what i mean and there's more but you know like there's like a core four that you need to know yeah and you can build off that um but you know and and the length of the movie and it's funny i even when i messaged your mom (laughs) that was the first (laughs) thing i said to her i was like her she saw that i posted instagram she's like hey how was it i was like the movie is long i was like i was not a huge fan of it uh you know, and I would have, you know, like I said, we were ranking this like I don't think it's the worst thing ever. It's but it's just so middle tier to me that it almost makes it worse than what it, you know, would maybe be for another movie. Yeah. Um, like at least something like at least like you know, iron, like one of the Iron Man's, like, even though I don't like Iron Man two, like it's middle tier to me, but like, you know, I still know Iron Man, I still know characters from it. You know what I mean? Like it's still it still did what it it, you know, what Iron Man movies do, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, I wonder after this has been around for a while, and then after they, if they appear in other Marvel movies, I wonder how, how much of a household name these characters will be. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I said, they, they weren't a level characters going into this, which is also kind of a shame because I think Jack Kirby is like a, a comic book genius. And mm-hmm. the, the amount of things that he did is like astounding. Cause First of all, he created like almost every Marvel character that if you think of the most popular characters, yeah, it was him and Stan Lee. And there was there's actually a lot of kind of controversy about who had more like was it Stan Lee
0: who had or, a hand in it more. Yeah. yeah.
1: And actually that ended up being why Jack Kirby left Marvel was mm-hmm. because he felt like he wasn't getting the creative like um, The not the notoriety but basically just credit for hey fantastic four x-men thor hulk iron man all those all those characters um he was the artist and they were saying that like he was the writer as well and and stan lee was just kind of like the front man the hype man Mm -hmm. so the marketing guy yeah yeah it was it's crazy that he did all that at marvel then he went over to dc and dc was like I will give you, we'll pay you more. And then also, we'll give you the free reigns to do whatever you want. And over there, he created the fourth world, which is dark side, all of Mm -hmm. that. Like, that is a huge epic thing on that DC side. Then he came back over to Marvel and made the Eternals. And the Eternals is kind of like the Marvel version of the fourth world. So, all of these things with gods and. Uh, the universe and creation and stuff it was the same thing he did over at dc but he's doing it at marvel so it's kind of crazy the amount of stuff that he created and had his hands in yeah but i like the idea of these guys have always been around a lot of the legends and myths that earth you know that that we know basically in our world they were created from they were inspired by these guys the eternals so i like that idea of that. And then the Celestials being like the gods of the universe, they created, you know, most of the Everything. universe. Yeah. Yeah. The Big Bang and stuff like that. Yeah. And
0: I think the the thing that worries me about the future movie, because we'll get into the the actual spoilers of the oh yeah of the movie of, of the end, especially the end credits, you know, and yes. the uh the screaming in our ear at the movie theater. Yeah. Uh the like I just don't know what you do beyond this you know like they're like they're talking about thanos in the trailer and we talked about this too they 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 fucked up the trailer because they give you context you know to the other movies they give the thanos line away they give all that away uh they give away some of the jokes that we're anticipating like you see them they're finally in this guy's house and then you know he breaks the table you're expecting there to be more substance to that but that's the whole joke and they just you know ruin that so i i I was disappointed that I watched the trailer on that, uh, but I really couldn't help it because I didn't know much. And then I got yeah. just see it. And I'd be like, oh, "I'm just going to see it." Right. But um, you know, and it, but back to the the god thing. I just don't know what you do because everything after this, and I mean, everything is iterative to a, an extent, right? But like, I just feel like, what can you do more than this? Like, this this has to be setting up something. I w- I would think, but like, I mean, you can't have it if they if they make Thanos seem small time. Then I just don't know what you do to make this seem small in relation you know
1: i think what gives me confidence is that same question that you're asking is the same one that people asked in the comics but then the comics there's always a bigger guy it's kind of like dragon ball right like there's always a bigger villain and they come along and oh wait he took out the the previous guy who we thought was the biggest villain there's another guy that took him out and -hmm. then once you have all those guys it seems like they're setting up Kang to be the next big villain after this one. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to when they bring Galactus in and Mm. Fantastic Four. I think there's, there's ways that they can do it with, with these gods and these celestials that the same kind of thing that they've done in the comics. So I I, I'm confident that they they'll do something that's interesting, Mm. but this movie I think has a lot of heavy lifting to do and yeah. it doesn't really benefit from being set up in other movies before this because we've heard nothing about these characters before this this single movie. Yeah, and let's say like with Thor, his hammer drops in the in one of the movies. Like, oh, the was it the Hulk? One of one of the movies after the credits, you mm-hmm. see Thor's hammer drop, and it's right. like, oh, Thor's coming, which yeah. was actually a funny moment. I remember being in the theater. And they revealed Thor's hammer. And I was like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. this lady next to me, I waited for that.
0: What was uh-huh. that? I don't even know what that was,
1: <laughs> but this is yeah. way before the, you know, the MCU was yeah. really big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just real quick too, cause I just thought of this to, to make my point earlier. When me and you got out of the theater, you know, we got out of the theater, we chat some and I record like a little pre-thought thing in case we want to revisit it, you know, especially if it's going to be like a few days before we can record yeah. mm-hmm. uh, like to have something for us to like go back and listen to our initial thoughts on something um, just to remind us what to talk about. But um, if you remember during that conversation and this makes my point a hundred percent, there's so the, the villain or one of the villains of the movie Um, can you even remember what the villain's name is? The, uh, the deviant can you remember the name at all or did they even say it i don't think they did mm-hmm. and because and i have news on the voice actor i don't know if did you look that up yeah on who played did. that mm-hmm. okay so no one. like i just looked it up and it's it's bill skarsgard who plays pennywise in the new it's which is kind of crazy it, I, he was i feel like the whole arc was almost pointless like it fizzles out you know yeah. they they build him up to be this thing that they're hunting down. And then with that switch of Icarus, his whole thing is just like, all right, well, he's going to get killed by in a cave by Angelina Jolie. Yeah. You know? So I was just like, to me that that's what could have been cut. Remember we were talking about, Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like if you're going to cut things to make this shorter, cut this shit. Like this was boring to me. Like I, he didn't even pay off, you know? Yeah. And that character,
1: um, crow is his name. Yeah. He actually does have, Like a a romance with Angelina Jolie's character in the comics. So that might have been what they were trying to go for in that scene where they're like looking at each other. Yeah. And it's almost like romantic. But I Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I I think his whole character arc was a waste and underdeveloped. Like they didn't give him enough time because there's, you got to do so much with all these other characters. There's so much shit happening. Yeah. There wasn't enough time for him. And the whole deviance thing, like you said at the beginning of them being like alien space dogs, in the comics they're all like human humanoid characters because the way that it worked was the Celestials kind of like um, what was that alien movie that Damon Lindelof had a um, it was like the Alien prequel movie. Um, oh Prometheus, like, Prometheus. Yeah. Remember how they like the aliens sprinkled Mm -hmm. their DNA and that's, Oh, that's what made the humans. That's what made. And then they
0: were like, but not really, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what in the comics, that's what the celestials did where they made the eternals, the deviants and humans all like they kind of um, sprinkled their DNA and said, okay, we're going to give you powers and we're going to see how you develop. And we'll come back every couple millennia, see how you guys are doing. So the deviants are like just an, off, like an offshoot of everybody else. So they're not like these dogs and these creatures that are weird. But then I was thinking, I guess they kind of had to do it like that in the movie because it would be weird if it was just another race of people walking around as yeah. the deviants. Yeah. But they could have done something. They could have cut that out of him even having an arc and just have them all be mindless don't have them mm. taking the powers because that also was kind of confusing at first when he was like taking people's powers because i was like this is like that show heroes remember siler um, oh, okay. he was going around yeah. taking people's powers mm-hmm. and there's there's been a ton of like animes and stuff where where they just go around absorbing other X- people's powers
0: or like you know there's a ton of yeah what's uh who's the one in the x-men rogue Right, yeah, or no, no, right, no. is right. that who yeah. takes? Yeah, yeah, it's like you can't mm-hmm. touch where they if take she the touches powers. you. Yeah, she'll take, yeah, the powers. Yeah, 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 but that it was
1: like confusing because he took the powers, but then all of a sudden he had their memories and then he could talk. All of a sudden, Th- that whole thing was yeah. just confusing. And then his like
0: he changed shape, but yeah. not like them, looked like he evolved kind of like Cell. If we're talking yeah. about Dragon Ball, like he didn't really take the look of them, he just t- took their ability yeah. or whatever their energy. I don't know,
1: I would say that was. The most disappointing thing for me was was that yeah. whole thing, and like mm. you said, casting him, it was yeah. kind of a waste as well. Yeah. But I think the things that you didn't like about the movie is that having to set everything up, so yeah. there's a ton of talking. Yeah, that's all exposition instead of necessarily, you know, showing you. They're just yeah. telling you what happened. Yeah, and then the run time the total run time and then kind of the pacing of it like you said there's mm. slow moments and there's yeah. the action and then they'll be talking action talking
0: yeah
1: and then the the character development is where do they go from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie like where the characters end up and because right. there's so many you end up not caring about them
0: it, yeah it, it, or they show so little they don't it's have like, enough time they don't, they don't do anything it's two and a half fucking hours long god damn it like even, even say it again it's so long even and some still, yeah even her even her they don't she's, like, she's supposed to be the leader and they just fucking touch on it for like five minutes like yeah. it's it that like, was weird it's fucking crazy to me like and i think you know i think th- this also is like a perfect storm of like in my mind, mediocrity, in a way, right? Like none of the acting, the acting is great. The action is great. Obviously, like, like you know, I mean, I just shit on that scene where Angelina Jolie and Crow are in the cave. But how cool was the fucking like when she's getting all the energy drain and then she hits him with the blade and oh, yeah. cuts all the tentacles and then yeah. cuts him and you know to pieces. Like this shit's super cool. Like I thought that was great and like. I mean, we don't give a shit about the spoilers. Maybe even explain the story. Cause it's so fucking like beyond whatever the hell, like I mean, my ability to even explain like really <laughs> what's happening, but like the, basically the earth is going to blow up and it's going to birth the celestial, right. Yes. Is what's going to happen. Yes. And I think the shots of that thing coming out of the earth with its, with its hands and arm, you know, and it's head coming out, like at the end, like all that stuff looks so good at the end of the movie. I think like, this looks amazing. Like this looks like they're, you know, obviously like this stuff looks great you know it has for a while and like it that's the, it rings true here but i think there's like a perfect storm of like like you said a lot of exposition uh a lot of di- a lot of different characters and then on to like you know a, a sub problem with that is there's also like they don't have a fucking like spider-man in here they don't have like blade they don't have like a singular guy that just like looks cool, does cool shit. You know what I mean? Like there's not even it's kind of like you know, it's it's like a band without a lead singer in yeah. a way. To to me, you know what I mean? Like there's not even one guy here that is like, okay, well this is the clearly the one that's most interesting. It's not, you know, it's not X-Men with Wolverine where you're like, "Hey, all of these are interesting, but Wolverine's the one that, you know, uh is going to be the most popular." Like with here, I don't think I could tell you anybody on that in the Eternals that are going to be popular for their character. Like you know what I mean? Like, I just don't. I just think that lacks something, and and I don't think it's you know anybody's particular fault or whatever. But you know, I just think that this it just doesn't hit the right chords for me. Yeah,
1: I think they wanted to have it equal between everybody and not have a standout because really, if you're going by the comics. There is like a prime eternal every time because these these guys get resurrected every like they die, but they come back all the time. Mm -hmm. And so they're always trying to have this prime eternal. So that's like what you're talking about, like the number one guy. And it rotates. And so Ajax is it for a while. And then Icarus is it for a while in this movie. It seems like they wanted to make Cersei that prime because like she was supposed to be the leader. And mm-hmm. but then there's also the, I think the way that they display him or the way that they show him, Icarus is supposed to be that because it's like, oh, he's got the coolest powers. Anytime yeah. they need somebody to take out a deviant, he's the guy that comes in and shoots he, him with his lasers.
0: He and, looks like Superman. Yeah. Which they reference in the movie, which, was, which is I don't weird, understand that. Right.
1: The <laughs> reference to Batman and Superman.
0: Yeah. Now, what was the Batman reference? I don't remember. What, what did they say? Oh, man, I'm trying I'm, to remember what was blanking said. on it, but it but was, I, they
1: mentioned him by name. They say Batman. Oh, yeah. But you know what it was? It was uh-huh. um Kumel's assistant. Okay. He said something about Alfred and he's like, you're Batman's oh, butler. That's right. Yes. So, so that, that would was, make you Alfred or yeah, something like that. That was just, it doesn't make sense really, because I guess they're saying in this world, in the Marvel universe, the DC yeah. comics exist.
0: Exi- yeah. And that's
1: never happened before in any comics or movies, that I can think of besides, like you know, when they had the crossovers,
0: yeah. And then to do it twice because then later on they mention the kid is talking about Icarus and he's you know he has the laser eyes or whatever the fuck. He's like you wear and he's he's like you wear a cape. You're Superman, and they're you know he's teasing about being Superman. So yeah, that was (laughs) weird. I was like, I but I remember the Superman line specifically. I was like, that's you know odd that they would do that. I didn't pick up on the Batman one. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just that was first in before the
1: Superman one. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I missed that one, but I did catch the Superman one, which I thought was weird. Yeah. But, but they you
1: know, have they have Star Wars in the background in um, Brian Tyree Henry's Kid he has uh, yeah, star wars right. posters in the background mm-hmm. but that makes sense because they own star wars they own yeah. Lucasfilm. and it doesn't make a, sense it's for, a movie
0: and it's not a competitor and it's not you know there's like a hundred other yeah. things that go in with that with them mentioning dc yeah but that
1: is again it's like so in their universe star wars exists even though mm. superheroes exist in their world they still have created yeah. superheroes you know in comics yeah, and movies comics and stuff and so, mm. so that's Yeah, I just came away from that saying that's just kind of a strange thing to do. Um, But I think a lot of the things that you experienced is what the overall critical response Mm -hmm. has been because it has mixed reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes and a lot of different critical sites, the visuals and... The themes of the the movie, which that we didn't talk on that one, but mm-hmm. the visuals and the themes are what the critics are praising. The critics are not praising the exposition pacing runtime and lack of yeah. character development. yeah, so I think yeah, you fall right in line with the critics. I enjoyed this movie a lot more, I think than you did, and I'm going to actually be seeing it again tomorrow mm-hmm. in imax, so I'll, t- I'll let you know how yeah. the the bigger screen affected it yeah when we saw it you know what felt lacking to me was the color i was like this doesn't feel like hdr dolby so i kind of wish we had seen it in at least dolby yeah um yeah because it almost i think think
0: that's the, the the imax and then yeah the dolby vision video we get from an amc theater like when we watch bond like i literally like I tapped on your shoulder. I was like, I was like, the colors here look crazy good. I was like, the age of the, that screen looked amazing when we saw it there. So yeah, I, I wish uh, we could have seen it there as as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah so i'll let you know about the the theater experience of the yeah. imax and, and everything. And i would
0: like to know what you get from it from a second viewing yeah i would just you know because I if you if you feel like it may, it may be worth watching again you know maybe in like a, like when i sit down here in front of my computer or just you know while I'm, I'm doing something i can put it on an ipad or whatever um just to go through it again i would like to know how, how you feel about it then too um should we talk about the ending and the the reveal of the I thought, I thought the most interesting shit to me came at, at the credits. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah,
1: that's to me also when I left, that was what really got me excited was the two in mm-hmm. credit sequences. And like with, I think pretty much all in credit sequences, it's really, it pays to be a Marvel fan because yeah. what was crazy was, we'll, we'll talk about the first one. I knew who the characters were. But I couldn't tell you, like, right off, the, it. like, it was almost like in the background, in my mind, I knew who they were, but I couldn't voice it at the time. Yeah. But then when they said their names, I was like, yes, I knew that. I knew that. I don't know why I yeah. didn't say it and, out and, loud.
0: And hold on. While we're talking about the first one, let's just talk about our experience that we had yes, the mid, with the, with the yeah, first thing. The so course. the movie ends, and we're like, and I'm looking at my watch like, Jesus Christ, it's been like two hours and 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh my god! All right, cool. We're at the cutscenes now. I had me and you hadn't been spoiled, right? Right. I hadn't been spoiled right. about who the actor was, um, was coming up. And so I'm like sitting there, like you know, all right, you know, let's let's see what happens here. So first out comes uh, Pip, right? Yes. Was the is the dwarf's name. And we're like, all right, cool, you know, whatever, whatever. And it was
1: Pat Oswald's voice.
0: It's Pat Oswald's voice. That's we're talking about that. I'm like, man, that sounds like Pat He's like, yeah, they did change the wick. Like, we're kind of whispering back and forth because I think that's where we're mostly we're like digging for clues in this thing, you know, more than anything. Um, so he comes out and then they do the slow reveal to Harry Styles, which then a girl sitting right behind us. I mean, mean, how do you describe the screen? Like bloody murder? It was a a guttural
1: scream. (laughs) It was
0: a shriek. It pissed me off. It It hurt my ear. Yeah. And And I was like, I thought
1: something happened. I thought it was an emergency. I was like, what? Do I need to leave the theater?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, and I hadn't I didn't know this was coming. I hadn't been spoiled. I hadn't looked it up. So I was like, this fucking guy. You know, and I
1: didn't even know who it was at first. Yeah. And then she screamed. And then I was like, oh, that's
0: it's yeah.
1: It's a something that girls
0: like. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. So that's what registered for you. I for me I knew it was Harry Styles. I was like, oh, yeah. this fucking guy. Cause just I know this, like some of the songs like are big or whatever. And then he gets ultimately revealed to be uh, is it Eros? Yeah, Eros. And Eros. he
1: has a ton of nicknames in the comics. He they say Star Fox is one of the names
0: oh i but, like his games yeah
1: <laughs> i because the thing that gives it away for him is the hair so you saw his profile before they oh, revealed his face so okay. i knew who it was by his hairstyle
0: and oh, he's with pip both okay. of them
1: when i was growing up i read the infinity gauntlet over and over and over again i love that story mm-hmm. and that was where and that was the, you know that was end game yeah so it's like they're taking characters that were in that, and we're going to see Adam War- um, Warlock in the next Guardians movie. Okay. He was also a big time player in that book. These yeah. guys were also. So Eros mm-hmm. is eternal, and he's Thanos' brother. Yeah. So that's all of that stuff is tying in. So that's cool, from a comic book, you know, from a comic fan standpoint. Yeah, it's pretty cool that we're getting those guys. They're like, we have a way of tracking the other Eternals and we're going to help you guys out. So they're definitely going to play a part
0: in the next one. Yeah. So that was a weird experience to we have our ears screamed in, which I, like I said, kind of made me angry in the moment, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, girl, calm down. So that's super interesting. I think that like is crazy. And then we get to the second scene, which I want to set this up a little bit too. So the whole time in the movie, John Snow we're just going to I know it's Kit Harrington but I'm just going to call him John Snow like everybody knows uh, you know at the end of the actual movie uh, this was prior to the credits rolling you know uh, Cersei you know she's defeated you know whatever the god I can't remember any of the name the celestial the, you know he returns uh, and is like hey I'm going to make judgment on you and then whatever But there, it's Jon Snow and Cersei walking through a park, and he's revealing, oh, you know, I have some weird family history, too, which bothers me a little bit because it's that same thing. And I remember remember us having this conversation a long time ago, but it's like, it's the thing in comics that bothers me a a tad bit of where every person and everything is at some point a superhero, like with Batman, where they're like, hey, it's Vicki Vale, the news lady. Is like and you, I forget what she she becomes in those I, I can't think off the top of my head, but she's a fucking villain at some point. And I'm like, okay, so the news lady becomes a villain at some point. Like, all right, like whatever. So this felt a little like that, where you're just like, of course, this guy is something, right? Like, they're all these people are special, like whatever. <laughs> um, so that did bother me a little bit. But uh, that credit scene starts off with him in a room, and he's like staring at a box. And it's talking to him, or something, right? Is that what was happening? yeah, there's there? like a
1: whisper,
0: yeah, and it's like leading, and there's like words forming, and then it's a sword, which I'm thinking, John Snow, here we go, baby, <laughs> this is you know long claw right here, and then uh, he's touching it, it has some of like like some material, the sword looks like it's wrapped kinda, in like some kind of cloth or something I think, and then uh, you hear a voice, I forget what he says. But you immediately were like, oh, that's Blade. And it was like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, so it was Mahershala Ali's voice. Yeah.
1: And I was so focused on his voice, I didn't hear what he was saying.
0: Yeah. Um, Something like, are you ready? Or I yeah, forget what he it's said. Like,
1: like, do you want to do that? Like, does he yeah. really want to touch that
0: yeah. blade? Yeah. Um,
1: and that blade actually has a history in the comics, the ebony blade. Mm-hmm. And it's all tied to King Arthur, and they talk about Excalibur earlier in the movie. Yeah,
0: they mention that. Yeah, because like, oh, you were and that, Arthur, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that's a a section of Marvel comics that I don't really go into very much. But mm-hmm. by the way, this character is the Black Knight in the comics. Yeah, and like I know who he is, but I don't. I couldn't tell you the key issues to read of Black Knight, right? Yeah, When I was a kid, number one, I may have told you this already. I didn't care about any type of old and you know, medieval stuff. I only cared about future stuff. I was like,
0: "Yeah, Back
1: to the Future 2 is the best. I hate 3 because it's in the mm. Old West. Anything yeah. that was medieval, I did not like. So I didn't like yeah. King Arthur. I didn't like any of that stuff. And so the Black Knight never interested me. So when when he appeared, it was like, I kind of know who that is, but I don't have a, a huge history in the comics with him. Mm-hmm. But the Blade tie in is what me and you were yeah. talking about as we're walking out. Is,
0: is what hyped me up.
1: Yeah. How is he going to play into this? Because we already know his movie's coming.
0: Yeah. But, and it's my, like, if I'm looking, if I'm thinking of anticipated things from Marvel, that is like maybe the top one. You know, maybe the next Guardians is obviously, but that's going to be sooner, I think, obviously, than Blade. Doctor Strange um, 2. Doctor Strange 2, yeah, it's gonna be great. But I just like Blade is like up there, you know what I'm saying? Like things yeah. that I just really cannot wait to see because number one, the actor, and I just have confidence that they're gonna do something great with that. So yeah, hearing him in there um was awesome.
1: Yeah, so I want to see what where that goes. But both of those were great as comic fans and as teases for the next stuff, yeah, where this goes.
0: And they nail that pretty, pretty well, Marvel. I think they always do a good, you know teaser uh on that stuff yeah um real quick i don't want to i don't know when we're gonna wrap it up but i wanted to uh you know if we wanted to give your parents the uh what what happened in their theater (laughs) experience i texted you when your mom messaged me i said it was long but it was okay she said oh no i hate long movies lol and i was like yeah i wasn't a huge fan lol and then she texts me after that after they got out today she said movie was good i'm an angelina jolie fan which i am too miss v um and your dad took a nap in the movie so i think that about sums up you know i which think is well, maybe maybe me and ted got a little uh every you know, movie my dad yeah. will fall asleep.
1: <laughs> doesn't matter what if it's the most action-packed he'll fall asleep in endgame
0: yeah <laughs> so uh yeah i thought it was uh yeah, you know, I think it's. I think it's interesting. I, I, you know, I think the most thing I'm interested to come from this would be, um, you know, what you think of it on a second viewing, um, and on an IMAX screen. Uh, yeah. To me. Yeah.
1: So I will uh, probably give my thoughts tomorrow. I'm going to be talking with our boy Wonder Rob from the Geek, so to speak, podcast on his thoughts on Eternals. So we're going to have probably double episodes so we're gonna have a bigger week this week Um, unfortunately jeff has some um, scheduling issues so he is not going to be here but yeah a wedding after that next week when you come back maybe you could talk about rob's episode and his thoughts i'll
0: I'll tune in on rob's segment for sure and
1: i actually we're gonna mention every time rob's name gets mentioned in this episode take a shot rob corrected me i made a mistake last week When we were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't know why, but I said that there were nine chapters total. Mm -hmm. There are sixteen chapters in the game, Uh, so I forgot. That was my my fault. So Rob pointed that out to me. I also forgot to, to say I like that Guardians game way more than I like the Avengers game. Yeah, from Marvel. So nice. And they're putting out this. They're finally putting out the Spider Man uh dlc content for that avengers game Mm -hmm. so i've been waiting for that i'm dusting off my copy i actually bought the physical copy i'm dusting that off i'm playing spider-man and i'm selling that game immediately after that's done (laughs) so that's avengers Mm -hmm. so that was yeah that's our eternals talk i think like i said i liked it uh more than jeff did i'm going to be singing again and i'll give you more thoughts we'll talk about it with rob and then uh maybe jeff if I tell you if I tell you it's it's a good watch on Disney Plus, maybe when that comes out, you'll yeah. check it out again. Yeah,
0: it'll be something I can I'll check out again when it when it comes out. Yep.
1: Yeah. So let's get our recommendations for this week of what Jeff and I think that you should be spending your time on. Um I have been really enjoying a animated show on Hulu called Poorly Drawn Lines. And this is actually a webcomic. I started out like a webcomic and they turned it into an animated show. I was not aware of the webcomic before, Okay, but uh, so I can't tell you, you know, it translates perfectly, Mm -hmm. but the way that they actually do it in the show, they're like 10 minute episodes. It's very like simple animation, but it's Mm -hmm. all funny. Um, It's got, ron funch is in it okay yeah great and yeah. the kid from or the guy from wes anderson's um that hotel movie i'm blanking on it um but you've seen it you liked it mm-hmm. um that guy and he was the the bully in spider-man the one that was um, flash thompson in the latest the tom mm-hmm. holland spider-mans he's okay. the, he's one of the main characters It's really easy to get through all the episodes, um, like I said, are 10 minutes long. You can watch them on Hulu. You can see it on their website. So Poorly Drawn Lines is my recommendation for this week.
0: Cool. Yeah, and uh, I'll give a slight recommendation. I really don't. I haven't finished this yet, but I am uh, watching season three of You that just came out recently. Uh, Netflix put out a lot of stuff uh, recently. I don't have it off the top of my head, but I just remember there being a barrage of, of new Netflix stuff um, coming out. Uh, but it's season three of You, which if anybody here uh, or anybody listening has been watching it, my knows wife. it's a, a, a fucking crazy show. And then this season's just getting weirder with shit, and they have like a baby in there now. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's just getting strange. I won't spoil any of that, especially because I haven't got through all of it yet, so I don't know the full context, but I'm, I'm a handful of episodes deep. And I'm like, yeah, this show is weird. This is more of this show, and uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, It's just some weird, creepy shit going on. Yeah, you have to talk to uh, my wife. We have a uh, Discord chat with her, so you have to
1: talk to her about you, because she's, I think she's almost done with it Mm -hmm. for season three, and she was a big fan of the other seasons. Yeah, same. So that's going to wrap up this episode of Seasons Change. We'd like to thank you for listening. Don't forget, share us with your friends. Let everybody know that you're listening to Seasons Change. You can always follow us on Twitter. Jeff and I occasionally have thoughts. I'm Vactor on Twitter, and Jeff is Jeff W. Our show is Seasons underscore podcast. And if you could be so kind and be like Wonder Rob and Darth Vibbert, Oh, and our buddy Ben Songer and leave us a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I don't know why. I always say iTunes. Leave (laughs) us a five-star review over there. Let us know if you're enjoying the show. Another way that you can do that is a voicemail. You can leave it in our show notes. I'll leave a link and go to the website on Anchor or the app. Anchor app is actually pretty cool because not only can you listen to podcasts, but they have like bonus stuff and there's creation a whole creation tool for making your own podcast you can do it right from your phone so that is all cool and all good and if you'd like to recommend stuff to us to watch that's probably like the best way to do it is is a voicemail and then we'll play it on the show and then we'll talk about your recommendation as well so excellent jeff i think i hear something in the background what's that It's the seasons changing. Ew. (laughs) And Schaff's here too!